Welcome back to Fright Central. I'm Doc, back here again with Keck, and uh, Happy New Year, buddy. Happy New Year, man. How are you doing? Good. Uh, been a while. Yeah, it has been. Uh, I don't know how well I sound, because I just got recently uh, over COVID, so uh, it wasn't too bad, but I had a sore throat, and I feel like I'm my voice is going in and out, so. Yeah, it's a rite of passage. When I had it, like, I felt like a little fucked up for like a day or two, but like, I think because, like, I was, like, very active and that stuff going on, I kind of just, like, sort of forgot about it. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Hey, the vaccines fucking work. That's the, yeah. that, that, that's the main thing. Yeah. They only got you for, like, a few days. Yeah, I mean, I had to, you know, stay out of work the whole week, but I just sat around and watched TV and uh, played video games all week, so. <laughs> yeah, well, that, hey, that works. And now, is this your second time having COVID, or uh, is this your first? Oh, yeah, I got I got it back in. Uh, got, yeah, you had I got, got it, it once before. Yeah, <laughs> back yeah, in yeah. August. To yeah, take, yeah. Uh, that's advantage, right, yeah. To, to take advantage of a certain pay that we didn't get this yeah. time around, so I'm glad I did it. Yeah, yeah, hey. It works I didn't, work I had for to, me. I had to use my sick days this time, so works for me. Yeah, exactly. So, well, I'm glad that worked out for you. Uh, yes. Yeah, so today we're gonna talk about our uh, favorite uh, movies from uh, 2022, uh, as but well first, as I, television. As well as television, we might have to push that to the uh, next episode, depending on how late we go. But because uh, I do have some news first. Oh, um, what's going on? What's popping off? Uh, this dates back to January 11th, so we have been a little behind. Uh, well, we usually <laughs> take January off anyway. Uh, yeah, you know. So, but um, the creators behind uh, Universal's iconic uh, Halloween Horror Nights have announced a new year-round horror experience in Las Vegas. Uh, it's going to occupy a 110,000 square foot space in uh, the t- new 20 acre expansion area of uh, Vegas's Area 15. I thought you were going to say 110,000 acres. I was about no. to be like, what? <laughs> no, uh, there's an Area 15. I don't know if you're familiar with it. It's pretty new. Uh, it's got, it's like an interactive, like art installation type of thing where there's like an arcade bar and there was like a, supermarket that had like hitting passageways into like uh different areas and like there's even the extra thing you can pay for like a little key fob that has like a whole story that you can go through the thing and it was real dope but those were the only two things i had a chance to do but there was like a bunch of other stuff there and if you're not into like you know gambling or hookers like i would check out uh area 15 it's real dope. i'm not in the gambling and i've never been with a hooker so yeah <laughs> Uh, that, that they don't have an announcement of like when it's coming, but I just know they've announced it because they, they still got to build that expansion area to that. So it could be uh, a couple of years down the line. But um, next up, I had uh, Showtime is I don't know if you've heard is merging with uh, Paramount Plus since Paramount Plus owns Showtime. I thought that already happened. Yeah, well, they haven't like, you know, they haven't merged yet. But uh, and my sources at Showtime, it's one of my stops on my route. They uh, yeah, they said that it's just going to be a temporary name, just so people know where to go. But the temporary name is going to be Paramount Plus with Showtime. 
because that's what they're changing the show time. Oh, wow. Very creative. Yeah, that's what I was like. I was like, you guys didn't really uh, workshop this, did you? She was like, it's only going to be temporary just so Showtime customers know where to go, because that's what they're changing uh, oh, the name right. of the so Showtime. Oh, placeholder. Yeah, the Showtime like Pied app. Piper, yeah. Yeah, the Showtime app's changing its name, and then the Paramount Plus is changing its name as well, and then they're eventually it's just going to become one app. That'll probably just be like Paramount Plus or something like that. Well, I mean, it's for the best because, I mean, right now, the way things are, it's just such a fucking mess. Like, nobody knows. Like, you know, I mean, like, Showtime's a major network and, like, their content's on Paramount Plus, but you don't know that because it's not. I mean, it's it's extra. You got to pay extra for it. Yeah. I mean, it would just, uh, uh, they need to change things around. So I'm glad they're doing that. Yeah. Instead of having a separate app plus that yeah just play make it all one app it's so like i'd gotten like the uh like a three months for like six bucks a month or something like that deal uh back in like december for showtime so i got a chance to like catch up on some things like yellow jackets and stuff so yeah uh but um i did not get a chance to watch let the right one in which has been canceled after season one and it actually uh They've actually removed it from the network, so you can't even finish it if you've started it right now. Wow. So I don't know if they're going to, like, you know, try to shop it out for a season two or if they're just taking it off the books completely. Who the fuck are they going to shop it to if they thought it was so bad that they canceled it and removed it from their network to shield their viewers' eyes? It's not not because it was bad. It's just because one of the things that they have to... uh, it's just one of the the shows that get can't like a, the other one was like American Gigolo got canceled after like one season uh, on there as well. It's just you know one of those things like HBO canceling shows. Showtime's doing the same thing when mergers happen, they cancel them and they just and something like, like they took Westworld off. Yeah, but of, then uh, they booted it off. They took Westworld off of HBO and now it's on like one of those free channels like the Roku channel or something. Right? What? I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, because they're 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 going to start their own free uh, service as well. So Showtime is probably doing something similar. I mean, they could you know, like like Netflix could pick it up to like air air it. You know what I mean? Even if they don't pick up a second season, they could just well, shop know, it out to make money. See, off I can it. respect that if you cancel something and you then contractually drop all rights and say, you know, guys, it didn't work out between you know you and us. Take your product. Good luck. I hope you find a home somewhere else. Yeah. I'm cool with that. Like, you know what I mean? I, at least I can accept that. What I don't like is when they cancel a show or whatever and then basically say, we're canceled it. We are keeping all the rights. So you, you know, can't like go to any of our competitors. Your product shut down. You're fucked. Like, you know, enjoy doing nothing. Yeah, it, the best thing to do that is just to like you know you. With, I know that's business. I get yeah, it. Yeah, but, but I mean, I there's a way it. to do it. You can where you can keep the rights to it, and then you just li- uh, license it out to somebody else who wants to finish. Yeah. You know, what I mean, that way later on, if you want to come back and revisit it, you could. So I don't know what their what their plans are, but right now it's not on there anymore. I mean, according to IMDb, it got seven point five ratings out of ten. Uh, that's out of and like that's for a a TV series. Yeah. And, so and a horror TV that's, series. That's pretty good ratings. And I, I that is very good rate because you know we established that horror is scrutinized to like a very high standard. Yeah. Especially on like the elitist IMDB forum. So yeah. I mean so it's definitely not yeah. canceled because it was crap. 
So <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, with with the watcher pool, like something like six point seven or something like that. I mean, yeah, I mean, no, it, it those are those are good reviews for a horror uh, television series. Yeah. So who knows what their their plans are to do with it, if anything at all. Uh, yeah, the watcher only got six point five. So oh wow, yeah. It dropped since I last checked. I mean, it's got it's got sixty four thousand views compared to four thousand views. So yeah, it's a little a uh, little different. Yeah. But uh, all right. The next piece of news I had was um, Friday Thirteenth news. Uh, it got canceled, didn't it? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they've actually uh, added two people uh kevin williamson who's known for uh you know scream franchise and uh adrian king are both uh involved now she was like you know uh one of the original uh friday final girls yeah no so she's gonna she's gonna have a recurring role is what it's saying so uh yeah and uh and kevin williamson is uh, at least writing one episode. Uh, yeah, this was announced at a Friday the 13th uh, screening that they had on Friday the 13th in January. Um, yeah, uh, Brian Fuller came out and was like talking about updates about the uh, um, series, you know, describe it as an expanded prequel and mm-hmm. yeah, and all that. So they, and it says uh, the official writing starting in two weeks. So it should be starting this week, I would say, because that was like two weeks ago when this was announced. So, yeah. So it's happening. And then on top of that, uh, Sean Cunningham came out and uh, it said is to be developing a Friday the 13th reboot, a house reboot, and the Night Driver. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's working on getting uh, Friday Thirteenth uh, off the ground, and it mentions uh, Crystal uh, Lake and um, the guy who's uh, doing a rewrite of the Night Driver uh, with uh, the director Jeremy Weiss. Uh, he they they were talking about Friday Thirteenth at House, so they they pitched a, a reboot to that with Sean's blessing to keep developing it with him. So. So the Friday the Thirteenth crew. It looks like things. So we could get a movie and a TV. I always, I always thought that there was going to be like real, like you know, bullshit because of court litigation and copyright and all that stuff. But it looks like what I thought would never happen is happening, and things are, people are actually just like working to make you know, the content come back alive again and they're doing what's best for the viewers and not themselves and their petty bullshit quarrels. And that's kind of rare. Yeah, we're not getting getting two competing Friday the 13th movies. We're getting two separate, one one TV show and one movie, which is good. They won't feel like it's competing against each other, so... Which yeah, I, I, I just hope that like in whatever they do, that it like isn't where Jason has like an intricate lighting system, takes prisoners, um, you know, doing, is doing like, ninja moves that like does welding and shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, 
I want it to just be the monsters killing machine. No not, more of that. Not ninja people in off a rooftop. Yeah, just and digging tunnels no. and shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I I don't want to like uh you know see Jason be like oh wow Jason like that's really good electrical work there like yeah. you know what I mean I want the fucking nonstop killing machine. Yeah, the the undead. Well, I, I think we can all we can both agree on that. So well. Good news. Very yeah. good news. So, yeah, so that's all I had for the news. That's uh, what I brought it down with. End on a positive note. Yeah, I want to end with a double Friday. <laughs> all right, so you want to talk about uh, our favorite movies from uh, last year? Because I got a couple. Yeah, well, uh, what? Well, first off, in 2022, do you have a number one, like something that, like, decisively, like, you know, stands above the rest? Well, I got two probably pretty close number ones that, uh, you know, kind of depended on the day of which one I would watch. You know what I mean? Over what the other. Got? But uh, I want to give some honorable mentions first, if that's cool. Instead of just jumping straight to number one, you know, it, it, it it's cool. <laughs> I, I was just going to say, like, you know. You could you could start at number five. I don't care. Like I, I, I don't really have mine in any particular order. Neither like is mine, my top but... five, I just like threw in there. Like yeah. you know what I mean. Like, I would say that's kind of how mine is too. But I think there are some that are that are definitely worth mentioning over others. I would say, and and the uh, rewatch area. But um, yeah, some honorable mentions probably. Uh, Phil Tibbetts' uh, stop motion animation. Uh, film that took him like 20 some years to make a uh, mad god i think that's definitely worth a look that was uh dope. yeah we were talking about that a little bit um a little bit before we uh actually started recording but uh i i had missed out on that one and that is definitely um on my list of uh you know next uh handful of movies i watched that will definitely be one of them yeah there's not a lot of dialogue uh and there's like maybe one part that's real short that's like uh live action which i didn't think that, that part was great shortness of dialogue is definitely not always a bad thing yeah so. but uh it's definitely one of those that's like when we used to have parties it, it'd be something we would throw on in the background while we played uh while we played music and everything <laughs> and people would come in and sit down and be like what the fuck is this like that's the that's the type of movie that is <laughs> uh i also kind of enjoyed uh bones bones and all even though it's probably more of a romantic uh love story uh cannibal movie but uh more than but it's more of that that uh that side of it than it is the straight horror so that's why it doesn't quite make my list um i also really enjoyed the remake of hellraiser um uh, not uh, david cronenberg's crimes of the future Sorry, I almost got the two Cronenbergs confused for a second because uh, Brandon, uh, the son of David, uh, has that new movie Infinity Pool that's uh, out now. Yeah. Um, and I kind of enjoyed that uh, that movie Fresh with Sebastian Stan where he eats ass, literally. <laughs> oh, God. That's so terrible. So fucking bad. He cooks it properly. <laughs> so bad. But yeah, those were like my uh, honorable mentions, I think. And then I don't think I have quite a top 10. Let's see. Oh, you're doing 10. I got 
five. You got five? Ooh. I'm rolling five, but I do want to do an honorable mention. Okay. And this may be on your list, but I just changed this mentally in my mind. Because one that was just on my top five now moved to an honorable mention. And one that I hate it is now on my top five because I have to say it was really fucking well done. And just because I didn't like the movie myself, I have to say it needs to be there because it was really well done. I just fucking... It grossed me the fuck out to no end. <laughs> well, what was your so honorable mention? My honorable mention is going to be Terrifier. Terrifier. It is very, very gory. It is horrifically violent. Um, you know, Art the Clown is, well, especially hard and seems to primarily like to target women and do, like, I mean, just above and beyond fucked up shit to him. But I don't know. I kind of dig art, man. Like, it, it's just, it came from like, you know, it came from like All Hallows Eve. Like, the Terrifier came from like on a shoestring budget to like, you know, now they're being picked up. Like, the second one was like, very successful they're making a third one like you know they're going to get more money thrown at it and i don't know it there's just it's different i think it's because he's like a silent mime too i don't know it's just sort of unique to me a bunch of people who like i never in a million years would think would have watched the terrifier like actually said hey man have you seen the terrifier too and i'm like you guys like watch Terrifier? And they're like, yeah, yeah. So like people that I know that would never usually watch that. So I don't know. I'm hoping that the Terrifier 3 like maybe comes a little bit more back to reality and like maybe is fucked up, but not as fucked up. Like I could do for more like story development, maybe get some better actors in there and like I know this is like sacrilegious in like the horror circle, but like, can we turn down the gore a little bit? <laughs> like, I think do you you're think, ramp like, up. you know, will <laughs> I get whipped in the street in front of like your crew for saying something like that? <laughs> yeah. I think they're going to ramp it up if anything. And uh, yeah, maybe, but I think the whole point of it is kind of, you know, that throwback to like that 80s kind of slasher where it's not yeah it's not supposed to be that great you know what i mean the story is wild so i think people come up to you be like hey have you seen terrifier you could be like well actually i have and here's some <laughs> recommendations that you'll actually really enjoy if you like that movie so i think that's yeah. a good uh i think it makes it a good conversation starter in that way for Fair people kind of new uh to the horror genre to watch that movie you can be like dude there's a ton of great 80s horror movies let me start throwing them out you if you especially if you like this i can bam 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 and start listening them out so fair enough yeah well without further ado doc what do you got um well since i have 10 i'll just kind of go through a couple five real quick uh i would say if one of yours matches mine i'll speak up okay uh i threw barbarian on there even though it, it made me kind of crack up in the theater, especially when Justin Long shows up. <laughs> the problem is, is I, I found out that I only ended up watching half of the movie. 
Oh, you watch the part where Justin Long shows up. <laughs> yeah. Um, you have to admit, like, it's a mistake that anyone could make. <laughs> yeah, because it does kind of, because <laughs> it kind of shifts focus right after that. Uh, it opening, seemed like, like that was the start of the movie. Anyway, I'm not going to get into what I don't want to sidebar too much, but Barbarian, I thought, was um, was a decent film. I think it would have been better if I saw the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. But I liked I'm biased because I like Justin Long. Like yeah. he's a fun, funny fucking guy, and he can do some serious shit. I love them in Jeepers Creepers, and uh, yeah, that's all I'm gonna say about that. Cool. Yeah. Um, uh, I would say bodies, bodies, bodies. Misty. Uh, rich kids uh get together, have a house party during a hurricane, and then uh they start dying off one by one, and it's kind of a, a whodunit uh, in a little bit of way with a nice little twist towards the end uh with a twist with a twist yeah so um i would throw probably the cursed this werewolf movie that came out all the way back in january uh takes place like boy i think like early 19th century or late 19th century i can't remember i, I think i want to say like 1890s maybe beginning I can't so remember exactly going... went the place, but uh, basically, like this, these gypsies curse these uh, people for taking over and killing all their people in the land, and uh, and this creature comes and like is like kind of hunting them down and killing them, and it's kind of like a werewolf uh, movie with a with a new, unique take on it, and uh, I thought the design. Where did it good. take place? Uh Oh, yeah, I'd have to look that up. It's been so long. Oh, no, no, not it. that big of a deal. I, yeah. Was it in the United States or England? I think it was England. Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought, too. Yeah. It was either England or New England. So, <laughs> <laughs> but at that well, there time, is a pretty big difference there. But when... at, at that time, you know, there's both kind of the same language. So. Yeah. Yeah. pretty much the same people fair enough but fair i think it, i'm pretty sure it was regular england yeah uh, and then um i would have to say the menu was one of my other uh top, top i just found out about this movie about 48 hours ago i had mentioned it i'm very past. upset that i had not seen it i do not remembering you mentioning it to me. yeah uh with nicholas holt ray fines and anya taylor joy and they get an exclusive uh, island. Where, it, uh, that is that is one of two of the next movies I'm watching. Okay. That yeah. is at the top of my list. I believe it's on Amazon Prime now. So, yeah. Yeah. That's definitely uh, worth watching. Uh, yeah. So those were like, I don't know, how many was that? <laughs> uh, ones. <laughs> like that was four. So I guess I'm down to about about five. Uh, I would say men. The uh, that is what moved from. Yeah. The terrifier got booted. Men moved up. I think we discussed men on the cast before. Yeah, I believe we had. And it, I yeah. said about like you know, dude, I'm not a fan of fucking birth. <laughs> and you knew that. <laughs> it was very artsy. There was genuine terror. 
The soundtrack was amazing. This I that's right where yeah. I was going. The soundtrack was amazing. And um I really did not see the end coming and I'm not sure exactly what they were going for there. And it really repulsed me. <laughs> but I have to admit it was very well done. And, uh, yeah, it's one of my top five, even though it grossed me the fuck out. Yeah, it's Alex Garland. He did Annihilation and, uh, and, um, oh, what was the other one? Oh, he wrote the screenplay for Dread. But Annihilation is a uh, great film. Great he also film. did Ex Machina, which is really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, so, yeah, Men definitely makes my list, because for the reasons you said, because it was yeah. beautiful, it was weird creepy Roy Keener was fucking great and then that end was real fucked up <laughs> they just had oh, oh yeah that, oh, oh. <laughs> anyway uh what else you got go on well I was gonna say oh, I so was you were just gonna, gonna okay go on. well um I know this is one of yours too and you kind of like brought it to like my attention like when I was like sort of debating whether or not it was gonna be there but um, the Hellraiser franchise has gone to shit. We've talked about it on here. We did a full cast on it. And the Hellraiser reboot, while it's not really the direction I would have gone in personally, it was such a vast improvement from the Hellraisers that we've seen for the last decade that I'm just glad that the franchise is kind of like go, like the production value was a reasonable production value that would stand up to most, um, you know, uh, modern films like produced by a major studio. That I, and that was just an improvement because, oh, God, don't want to relive that podcast. But uh, Hellraiser. They're rebooting the franchise. It's going in a positive direction. The writing was solid. Um, you know, they introduced some new elements and stuff like that. And it did it did work. And you know what? I I I liked it enough that I rewatched it. So yeah, that definitely makes one of my top five for 2022. Yeah, that was in my honorable's mention. Didn't quite make my uh my top ten. Yeah. Uh, definitely uh definitely up there. I definitely enjoyed it. Um, next I would probably have to say, uh, maybe Werewolf by Night, the, uh, Marvel short hour, uh, film. I thought that was really great. I skimmed it and like, you know, you know, I just don't do Marvel, but like, yeah. I mean, it looked beautiful and, you know, um, did, it went from, was it all in black and white or did it go back and forth black and white in color? Uh, I think only the end was in uh color from what i remember color well yeah. it looked beautiful i mean yeah. I, I saw the action sequences like a few of them at least and i mean it looked beautiful um it was good i just don't do marvel so yeah. anyway well well speaking of uh marvel and dc uh james mangold's in the running to do a swamp thing a uh, live action for dc Ooh. so that that could be good and i thought he did a really good job with logan so I'm I'm definitely interested to see his take on Swamp Thing. 
I haven't think, really heard anything about Swamp Thing in a long time. Yeah, they just announced it since they uh, canceled the TV series. Yeah, uh, yeah but uh, uh, then... Yeah, oh yeah, Werewolf by Night. Oh uh, yeah, then I have uh, I have Glorious on my uh, on my list. The low I had to do it, you know, it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like a... I don't know, I guess I'd consider that more, it was more sci-fi than horror obviously um but um I, we discussed this we did a cast on it and um you know it was a low budget movie with, that just took place in a fucking what a uh uh parks and recreate uh it, yeah it was the restroom in a park yeah, like a highway. Yeah. Yeah, and it basically, you know, the whole thing just took place there and you don't see Gene Simmons, but you really feel his presence. Gene Simmons. What? J.K. Simmons. Oh, J.K. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck's J- Oh, yeah. Jeez, the yeah. They, they, they have different careers. But um, yeah. anyway, you don't see him, but you feel him. And you know his he's present. You know his voice. And, um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was As a glory that was God. a very, very, very unique script. I would have loved to have been there when uh, they pitched that script to whoever. I would have just loved to have been a fly on the wall for that meeting. Yeah. Um that yeah, it was great. I, I loved it. So yeah, definitely. Uh I'm right with you there. Yeah, I I really like the JK's glory hole god and the What's his name? Jason Stackhouse from True Blood. It was, yeah. I mean, if you still haven't seen that, like, go back. Yeah, it's on Shutter. Yeah. <laughs> go back. Definitely yeah, watch get it. in there. Get on there. Yeah. Uh, then I've got, I got to go with Prey as my number three. The uh, the Predator prequel, I thought was real dope, and I got to see it in theaters. And then I watched the uh, Comanche uh, version on hulu oh it was real dope and a good return to form for the predator franchise i'm glad that it's back um that would have been a massive honorable mention for me um yeah i i liked it very much but um i didn't have it i didn't have it in my top five but if i was doing a top 10 it would have definitely made that cut so well, before I do my top two, uh, what do you got else? My top two. Just That's what I got left. It's Pearl and X. It's got my, Pearl yeah. X. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Great minds think alike. <laughs> yeah. How could how could that not be your top two for 2022? Yeah, and that I feel like they're almost um, interchangeable. Too. Fucking amazing. Yeah, they're both different. But they're both like, ooh, which one do I like better, X or Pearl? Yeah. <laughs> and what you know what? And the story you told me because I would have not read into it as much as you when you told me about how during the filming of X that the director who is the director of X? Do you know off the top of your head? Uh, the director of X West? went to approach me a ghost and basically. Didn't they hash it out in like an afternoon? That it was like, while was like, I'm on board. Like it was while they were in quarantine before they started filming. 
Yeah, so it was like they had that much confidence. Like the like two weeks. Knew, the two weeks of quarantine. Yeah, she was just like, you know, like, hey, after we do this, let's do a fucking prequel. She's like, I'm down. Bang. Yeah, and then they hashed Done. out the story. and then Agents, like, they, yeah, they hashed it like, boom. So they basically went right into filming Pearl. Like what? Like right immediately after. after. Yeah. Like immediately after, right? Yeah. They used like mostly the same crew and everything. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. And it was, it was on the same location. Am I correct on that? I know. I'm pretty sure that house was the uh, the same that they used. Yeah. Obviously, so, there was like another location. Yeah, so they well, didn't but... even move. Like basically, yeah. you know, the X crew moved off. Pearl crew moved on. Bang! Just dude, that yeah. that's awesome. I mean. Like, that gator comes back. <laughs> yeah, we we did. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm thinking there was like a baby gator. Like, obviously, I don't know how long gators last, but um, like if yeah, a gator like lives a hundred years, years know. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, uh, we did a cast on X. We did a cast on Pearl. So you know, if you're wondering, uh, you know what we thought of those, you can go back and listen to those casts. But um. If you have not seen uh, either of those, those are the two 2022s that you really should catch over everything else. It yeah, was just crazy. Definitely. And then yeah. uh, and prepare yourself for Maxine, the third one in the uh, in the series, supposed to come out this year. So, um, so that's gonna be her in like her like middle age, right? Uh, no, I think that one's supposed to be a sequel to X. So I think X. Yes, is- I understand that. But that's oh. going to be. No, because Pearl is the uh, prequel to X. So she, it's the old lady is also Mia Goth, and she plays oh, the younger version. Yes, no. But then I, she's also I a know. separate character in X as well. So yeah. I was, I confused myself because it was Mia Goth. The yeah. whole time, I was thinking that it was going to be a sequel to Pearl and a prequel to X, like yeah, where no, she goes from there, like as she's aging. Yeah. Because I really would love to see like what her and Harold's life is like after Harold gets back from the war and see yeah. that you know she basically just murdered her entire family. Well, does and he walk it, in at the end of a uh, pearl? Yeah, and yeah. like basically sees like, oh, you're completely psychotic and you've killed your entire family, but you're smoking right. hot, so all right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're also like you know, Mia Goth, and you know, yeah. and same Mia Goth is still Mia Goth, so you know, yeah, <laughs> it is, but it is, there's nothing Harold you're, could do. You're better you off know? being <laughs> like on her die. Yeah, you're better off being on her side. So yeah, and yeah, it would be adapt or die because, yeah. like, you see that, like, if you're not going to say, "Hey, baby," and give her a hug and a kiss, like, she's coming at you with that pitchfork. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just got back from fucking surviving hell on earth in World War One, and you don't want to get murdered by your fiance. No. You know, the first hour you get home. So it's like, know. it's cool, baby. I've seen worse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, you're really fucking insane. All right. Whatever. Yeah. No big deal. <laughs> A-R-L. You know, so. Uh, yeah. Speaking of which, I mean, there, is a, uh, there was a trailer for a movie I saw just called Bunker. 
uh, I believe it's a World War One film where like these soldiers get trapped in this bunker and like I don't know if they like start to go insane and start like murdering each other or like there's a ghost in there or something like I don't know the trailer looks really interesting uh it's supposed to come out this year just called Bunker uh, uh just talking about the War War One dude uh and speaking of Mia Goth she's it or Goth or Goth, I'm not sure how to pronounce it Goth Goth. Oh, I say growth, but I like I mean, to say me goth. I don't know, <laughs> but uh, she's in Infinity Pool, uh, the new Brandon Cronenberg uh, movie, and I thought her performance was really good in that movie too. And it was kind of a, a weird, fucked up movie. When did that air? That just came out last week, I believe. Last week. So the so most likely a year from now, that's going to be on your best of best of twenty twenty three list. I mean, so far I've only seen two movies this year, and the first one I saw, I walked out after twenty minutes. Oh, well, Skinamarink. It was like if you've seen the trailer, it's mostly like a static overlay, and then it's odd shots of like the corners and walls and the floor, and it's supposed to be like a POV of the kid, but there's like you you can't hear what anyone's saying because the audio is so blown out. And like, and I was just like, oh, this is the whole movie. eh? And I was like, I can't handle this. And I walked out 20 minutes and I looked up to see if there were because I was waiting for the movie to get started. And it was like 20 minutes of odd shots of corners and fucking ceiling and then this static overlay. So it was like even harder to see what you were looking at anyway. And I was like, I went, I left the theater. I went and Googled up and people were like, yeah, this is, this is what the movie is. And it's weird because if you go on like IMDb and look up like the 10 these stars and the one stars it's almost the exact same rating because it's people who loved it because of the way it was shot and everything (laughs) and people who hated it for that same reason like it was such a divisive film and like some people fucking love it i couldn't fucking stand it but people were like oh it's like david lynch's weird stuff and i was like well david lynch's really weird stuff he made those short films for a fucking reason like yeah. his two-hour movies have somewhat of a, a narrative and and you know dialogue that you can hear and you can see what's going on. You know what I mean? Even if you might not understand because it's a lot of metaphorical fucking shit, and he'll never explain it because he leaves it up to you. But at least you can see like shit that's happening. With this, you couldn't tell what you were looking at half the fucking time. But yeah, I walked out twenty well, minutes. Doc, if uh, <laughs> if you thought it was bad, then I gotta think that it would be like the beginning of the apocalypse for me. Yeah. But you know, any rate, our, you know how our friend Minor listened to those noise albums where it's just noise. Yeah. All the time? Yeah. That's what I imagine. Like the movie equivalent of uh, yeah. a noise album would be, which just be this gotcha. in a ring. But yeah, then I well, saw Infinity Pool and I enjoyed that. So anyway, that was our best. Well, I was gonna about to say best and worst. We kind of did cover some of the worst, but that was just for this year <laughs> for the best of uh, 2022. Um, sorry, it's been so long, Doc. It was great to see you. Um, Appreciate and, it. Uh, our next cast, we're gonna be um, doing 2022, but um, best uh, horror sci-fi series. So thank you uh, guys for joining us and uh, see you soon. Uh, See you very soon, buddy. All right. Yeah, definitely. Peace.